More than 60% of Americans say they have been the victim of a scam, data breach, or some kind of social media hack. More than 200,000 Americans have been the victim of fraud linked to COVID-19. The most common scams today are the ones that include Amazon, Microsoft, Social Security, and Medicaid and Medicare. We're going to discuss one of the ones that are the most egregious ones that cause panic and despair and make people's hearts sink. This is a scam where people impersonate the IRS. The Simple Money Show. Our mission is to help you take control of your money and not let your money take control of you. With 25 years of experience in mortgage, credit, banking, and finance, here is your host, Tommy G. Now, IRS scams, they involve criminals impersonating IRS agents, other government employees, or debt collectors over the phone, online, or via the mail in an effort to trick you into sending them money for taxes, penalties, or fees that you don't actually owe. One thing I do want to say is that these people are very good at what they do. People are losing millions of dollars a year due to IRS scams. Uh, today we're going to talk about six of the most popular IRS scams, and then I'm going to go over with you and share with you 10 ways that you can immediately spot a scammer. I had people coming through the bank this last week. As you know, stimulus checks were sent out. And several people got phone calls from others that are impersonating the IRS. The IRS, first of all, know they will never call you. The IRS will never call you. The Social Security Administration will never call you. So we're going to go through six of these scams. I'll explain them to you, and then I'm going to give you 10 ways that you can spot a scammer. Number one, you need to pay a small fee to get your stimulus check. This is a growing scam related to the government's ongoing response to the coronavirus. Just remember this, you do not have to pay a single penny to get your stimulus check. This is a scam and it's a lie. Do not fall for this. If you have any questions on any of these, ask your banker, ask a family member, ask an attorney. Usually these scammers are going to tell you, don't tell your bank. Don't tell your family keep it to yourself. They're going to try and keep you isolated so you don't share this information because they want to get paid. They want to be able to scam you. So number one, you need to pay a small fee to get your stimulus check. You do not have to pay a fee for your stimulus check. Number two, we're calling from the FDIC and we need your bank information. The Federal Depository Insurance Corporation or FDIC insures bank deposits so that customers won't lose all their money if a bank fails. I ask you to talk to your banker to see how much you're covered for. They will not call you. They will not send unsolicited phone calls or mail. They are not going to ask you on the phone for your personal bank information. If you have somebody call from the FDIC, hang up immediately. It's a scam. Number three, we'll cancel your social security number. In this IRS scam, the criminal contacts the victim and claims that he or she can suspend or cancel the victim's social security number. I hear this one a lot from customers. Actually, probably this one more than any other. If taxpayers receive a call threatening to suspend their social security number for an unpaid tax bill, they should just hang up. This is a scam. Don't fall for this. So once again, we'll cancel your social security number. They're not going to cancel your social security number. The IRS does not do that. Number four, this is the Bureau of Tax Enforcement, and we're putting a lien or a levy on your assets. First of all, there is no Bureau of Tax Enforcement. 
It's called the IRS. They don't call it the Bureau of Tax Enforcement. If you hear that term, hang up immediately. Victims often receive a letter from the fake agency claiming that they have a tax lien or a tax levy, and they better pay the Bureau of Tax Enforcement or else. This is a scam. Do not fall for this. Number five, if you don't call us back, you'll be arrested. So criminals can, can make a caller ID call from anywhere in the world and make it look like it's from your hometown. Uh, they can be calling from South America or South Africa and make it a 513 or 916 area code or a 313 area code. You're not going to be arrested. The IRS doesn't leave pre-recorded messages. They don't even call you, okay? So if you have somebody that says they're from the IRS, hang up. Also, the IRS can't revoke your driver's license, your business license, or your immigration status. That is not what they do, and that is not in their authority. Number six, they send you an email, and they say, click on this to see your tax transcript. In this scam, fraudsters send an email with an attachment they claim is the taxpayer's transcript. Do not click on it. It's probably malware. It's going to be something on your computer that you don't want. You can always order transcripts from the IRS directly. Do not click on a link that says it's your tax transcript. So just to go over those quickly again, number one, you need to pay a small fee to get your stimulus check. Number two, we're calling from the FDIC and we need your bank information. Number three, we'll cancel your social security number. Number four, this is the Bureau of Tax Enforcement and we're putting a lien or levy on your assets. Number five, if you don't call us back, you'll be arrested. And number six, click on this link to see your tax transcript. One thing to remember is these people are very good at what they do. I had an elderly lady in my office about a week ago in tears because she was so upset with herself that she even took the phone call from somebody talking about and asking her about her social security number. You wanna trust people, that's our nature is you wanna trust people. And you don't wanna give away your money to a fraudster, a crook, a scumbag. You just don't wanna do it. Now we're gonna talk about 10 ways to spot IRS scammers. Number one, they're calling you first. The IRS contacts taxpayers by mail. Matter of fact, the letters they send you have a number on them and those numbers correspond with at what point of the collection process they're in. They're not gonna call you, remember that. They're not gonna call you. Number two, they're leaving a pre-recorded voicemail. The IRS doesn't leave pre-recorded voicemails. They send you letters. Okay, they send you letters. They're not going to leave messages on your phone, especially something like this that I've received many times myself. Hey, call our office immediately. Your file is 12.400. If you don't call us back by 12 o'clock, we're going to send an arrest warrant to your local sheriff and they'll come to your house and arrest you. I've actually gotten that message before. Don't be afraid. They can't do that. No agency in the world is going to do that. You're going to get a letter from the IRS first. And their only tactic with that is to scare the crap out of you. They want to scare you into calling them so they can get money. They want to feed off your fear. Don't fall for it. Like we talked about before, they're going to email you. Don't click on any links. The IRS does not email you. Number four, they're texting you. The IRS does not initiate communication with taxpayers via text. They're not going to do that. If you have somebody from the IRS texting you, don't answer it. Delete it. Number five, they're contacting you via social media like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Do you think the IRS is going to contact you via Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? They're not going to do that. They're going to contact you by mail. 
I, we keep going back to the same thing if you know there's a pattern. Mail, that's how the IRS contacts you. If you have any other way or anybody contacting you, they say from the IRS, you hang up immediately. You delete the text, you delete the email. Number six, the form they're sending or referencing doesn't appear on the IRS website. Sometimes these scammers will actually send you a form in the mail. You can go on the IRS website and look at the number for the form. If it doesn't appear, it doesn't exist. They have a full library of all the forms that are available on the IRS website, irs.gov. Number seven, they don't know what an HSPD-12 card is. This is a good one. Real IRS agents have two forms of identification, a pocket commission and an HSPD-12 card. You have the right to ask for or see these credentials. And you can verify that information on the HSPD-12 card by calling the IRS. They will verify the credentials on it for you. So if they don't know what it is, they're not from the IRS. Number eight, they're asking for a credit card or debit card over the phone. They won't take payment with a credit card or debit card over the phone. Don't give out your bank information. Number nine, they want you to pay only with gift cards, iTunes cards, or prepaid debit cards. This is hilarious. They want you to go to Target or Walmart to get prepaid gift cards. Do not fall for that. The IRS does not use these three methods for payment, okay? The IRS mails paper bills to taxpayers who owe taxes, and the payment should only be made to the U.S. Treasury. That's it. Do not get prepaid gift cards. And number 10, they're saying you'll be arrested, you'll be deported, or have your driver's license revoked if you don't call them, if you don't call them back, if you don't pay them. The IRS cannot revoke your driver's license. They cannot revoke your business license. They cannot revoke your immigration status. In addition, the IRS and the Taxpayer Bill of Rights gives you the opportunity to question or appeal anything that you owe. That's your right as a taxpayer, is that you can question or appeal anything that you owe. So I have people ask me all the time, what happens if I do get scammed? What if I do give my number out? What if I do pay with my debit card or I do get my social security number out? What if, what if I do do those things? And they do happen. Uh, first of all, don't panic. Uh, the first thing that I would do if it involves your money and your bank account is call your banker or go, actually go into the bank. That's the best thing to do. Go into the bank, see your banker, let them know exactly what's going on. Don't hold anything back. Don't be embarrassed by what happened because we can't help you if you don't tell us. One of two things will happen. There's actually, there's a couple things that may happen. Uh, if we believe that your debit card has been compromised, we'll cancel your debit card. We'll issue you a new one. Uh, if your account number has been given out and your routing number, we may advise you to close your account and open a new account or move your money completely out of that account into a savings account or a brand new checking account. That way, your money is safe. If anybody does try to hack into it or get into your account to take money, there's nothing in there that they can take. So the first thing to do is definitely don't be embarrassed because you were the victim of a scam. Call your banker, go into the bank, let them know what's going on, and they can give you direction as far as whether or not we need to file a police report or whether or not you need to report it to the attorney general but that's the place to start because that's where your money is at. We need to protect your money and your savings and your checking account now rather than have them take it out and try and get your money back later because that won't happen. If somebody takes the money out of your account and you voluntarily gave your information, it's not considered fraud uh, in the case in the eyes of the fraud department at the bank. You made the decision yourself to go in there and give them the money. So just keep that in mind. 
So follow those steps. If you think you've been scammed, if you gave your information out, uh, it's the safest thing to do is go to your bank. So just to recap on the 10 ways that you can spot a scammer is they're going to call you first. They'll leave a pre-recorded message. They'll text you. They're contacting you via social media. The form they're sending or referencing doesn't appear on the, on the IRS website. They don't know what an HSPD-12 card is. They're asking for a credit card or a debit card over the phone. They want you to pay only with gift cards, iTunes cards, or prepaid debit cards. They're saying you'll be arrested, deported, have your driver's license revoked, etc. These scumbags feed off of one thing, and that's fear. They want to make you fearful that the IRS is going to come get you, that you're going to be arrested, that somehow your name is going to be ruined, etc. That's all they're doing. Unfortunately, a lot of people fall for this. I wanted you to know and I wanted you to understand and have a better understanding so that this doesn't happen to you because I see it happen to people that come through the bank all the time and it's really sad. You know, our motto is helping you take control of your money so that money doesn't take control of you. And part of that is knowing what scams are. Take precautions. Don't ever give away your bank information, even if your bank calls you and asks you for your account number. If you don't call them and they're calling you, my advice is do not give them your bank information. Don't give them your social security number unless you're calling them and you know that the number is, and you know that the number you're calling is legit. Keep your bank information, keep your debit card, keep your social security number, keep all that private as much as you can. Don't give anything out over the phone. Don't pay anything over the phone unless you know who you're paying. The IRS will never call you. The IRS will never text you. The IRS will never get a hold of you on social media, uh, and they will never email you. Just remember those things, and you should be in good shape. I appreciate you joining in. Thanks for listening to The Simple Money Show. I am your host, Tommy G. Until next time, have a great week. You've been listening to The Simple Money Show. You can find us on our website at thesimplemoneyshow.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or send us an email to info at thesimplemoneyshow.com. Please subscribe to this podcast and be sure to be notified of new episodes.